What's up? Alex here, AJNashville.com. I apologize if I seem a little congested. That's simply because I am. Throughout the week, I've been fighting, I don't know if it's allergies or what it is. Obviously, it's getting to that point where things are starting to dry out. You're starting to see a little bit of pollen dusting on top of these cars when you get out there. So I'm hoping it's just an allergy problem. Anyways, Friday. I want to thank everybody for tuning in. Today is kind of one of those awkward days. I looked at the temperature today and it said it was supposed to be in the 70s. So I was like, yep, shorts, t-shirts, you know, we're good to go. Step outside. It's still kind of chilly out. So I'm hoping that the weather catches up to what it's supposed to be. And I hope that the weather person is correct on their forecast. If not, I'm just going to be cold. Anyways, today I actually went out and I voted, and it was weird to vote for myself. I literally sat there and talked to the ladies at the voting station for about 15 minutes prior to voting, not about politics, not about who I was, but about tattoos. The one thing that we know is a lot of people that are in the voting stations, you know, they're, they're, they tend to be older people that are, you know, they've got some free time on their hands, they're able to do what they can to kind of help out, to volunteer, to man the rec center, things like that. Super, super nice ladies, but then they see this six foot two, you know, stocky slash fat guy walk in with all these tattoos, and it's just like, whoa. And it wasn't like they looked at me and, and said anything negative, but you can tell they were like, okay, what does all this mean? And and it was just fun to sit there and talk to the ladies and and bring them up to speed about tattoos and you know how the the beliefs at one point were different compared to what they are now. You know, back in the day when you'd get a tattoo and two years later the ink was pouring out, everything looked blurry, whereas now everything's very fine line and sharp and colorful and things like that. So it was a Great experience this morning, like I said, and then voting for myself when I was on the ballot. As I was walking out, I said, hey, I said, you know, don't tell anybody that we talked about tattoos today, but just to let you know, I'm actually on that ballot that that I just filled out, and we all kind of chuckled and went about our business. Um, so if you are here in the city of Spring Hill and you're listening to this and you have not gotten out there and voted, please, please be sure to do so. The biggest thing is, is I think our city deserves and needs a person who is of strong mind, a person who has a backbone, a person who is willing to stand up for the citizens regardless of what it is that other people may think. You know, and that's something in this industry I find myself doing on a consistent basis. You know, you have a client and you're in a situation where maybe you have to push a little bit harder to get that client taken care of, or maybe you have to do a couple extra things to prove that client's case, whereas most people would give up and just walk away and find the next. You kind of push forward and push through, and that person is the person that appreciates you the most. You know, it's a great thing. It's it's good to be able to do something and feel passionate about it and take care of it and make sure that you're doing the right thing and headed in the right direction. So today, I want to talk about balance, and balance is something that I struggle with. It's something that I think a lot of people in the industry struggle with because we get so laser focused on what it is that we do on a day-to-day basis that we forget about all the other important aspects of our lives. We forget about the fact that, hey, you know what, I'm working, but I'm doing this so I can provide a better life for my family. But if I'm absent from that life, then what am I really providing for? You know, what's it matter if they have a big house or a big car or fancy schools or fancy shoes or whatever, if you're not there to share that time with them? You know, you literally have to take it and you have to shut down. And that's something that's been a goal of mine this year is to be able to disconnect for at least an hour a night to where I can dedicate that time to my children. And that's hard to do. You know, it's very hard to shut everything off and say, okay, I'm not going to respond to this text message. I'm not going to do this because me and the kids are sitting here watching TV. 
you know, but then when you look back and you think about this and you think about all the time that you put in into serving people and, and doing the things you have to do to, to get the job done properly, you deserve that break time. You know, you have to be really, and, and I say you, I, because I, like I said, I suffer with this as well, especially not having an assistant here lately. It's very difficult to be able to disconnect and stop working and enjoy the time I should be enjoying when I'm there with the people I should be enjoying the time with. You know, it was weird. Yesterday, I went on a police ride-along, and I had a great time. It was a blast. You know, there, there's nothing like it. And it's one of those jobs where I was sitting there, and I was like, man, I could do this. I could really get into doing this, and this is awesome. You know, and, and it's one of those things that even in their position, you know, you don't just completely disconnect. You don't turn the lights and sirens off, go home, and boom, everything's fine. You know, you still have a responsibility, especially in our city, where we're so short-staffed with police officers and and people that can help support those police officers that they can't just shut down. Because there's a probability that if something happens, they're going to get called into work and they're going to have to stay engaged with the community so they know what's going on. You know, but... It's one of those things that when I'm running for a position and I'm doing the things like going to the firefighters' offices and, and stations and going going to the police station and, and going on ride-alongs and things like that, I have to look at that. And those are all pieces that fall into balance. You know, if I spend the whole day riding around in a police car, which, like I said, it was a blast. I would do it a million times over, no questions asked. It's great. If you've never done a citizen ride along with a police officer, I highly, highly encourage you into looking into doing something like this. It is awesome. But, you know, getting out there and and spending that time. And then yesterday evening was Rowan's cousin's birthday party, you know, so immediately I'm splitting off. I'm going over and I'm trying to spend time with doing that and trying to keep myself away from my phone because obviously text messages and phone calls and stuff that have taken place throughout the day, you have to go back and re-respond to those, you know, or not re-respond, but respond just in general. So those people know that you're still doing what you have to do. And when you start doing well in business, you tend to have less time to do the things that you want to do, you know, to spend the time with the people that are important to you. No one woke up this morning and said, you know what? The most important thing in the world to me is my job. And if you did, you really have to look at rearranging your priorities and and looking at what is important in life. You know, at the end of the day, somebody asked me yesterday, what was important? I said, you know what? I could lose everything that I have today. And as long as I have my health and my kids' health and they're doing well, that's all that matters. But then on the flip side, I'm almost hypocritical when I say that because I come and I work so hard in order to provide them with things that they don't necessarily need, but I want to give them. You know, there's a balance that falls into place there. Am I compensating the time I'm not able to spend with them by buying them things or by taking them places, you know? And then when I'm taking them places, am I doing the things they want to do? You know, it's, it's one of those things that hits me when I walk in the door and my, da- my daughter says, Daddy, I want to play a board game with you. You know, or my kids say, Daddy, are you going to work? It's like they know, and they're not disappointed yet. But what happens as the years progress and they go on and they, Daddy's gone, Daddy's gone, Daddy's gone? You know, finding that balance is important in every aspect, anything we do in life, not just work. You know, there's a balance in, in health. You know, do you eat healthy? Do you work out? Do you do the things you need to do to be successful? There's a balance there. And finding that, not becoming too obsessive or compulsive with one particular area of our life is important. And I think the thing that's helped me 
is writing down the things that I'm fortunate for, the things I am blessed with, the things that I can look at and say, you know what, this is what's important in life. When you start putting that information, at least for me, down on paper, you start getting a firmer grasp of what really matters in your life. The hard thing is being honest about it. Nobody wants to believe that they're willing to lie to themselves, but people are willing to lie to themselves more so than other people. People are more willing to tell themselves, nah, work's not the big deal. It Work's not that important. It's just a job. And then you look at where they spend the most of their time and the bulk of their time and what they're doing, and you find out that, no, you're, you're wrong. You're lying to yourself. Work is the most important thing to you. Or when somebody says, hey, I just don't have time to do this. What that means is they don't have a priority to do that particular thing, whether it's for you, for them, whatever the case may be. You know, these are all factors that we have to look at. When we look at balance, those are all things that come into play. You know, what is it that's important to us? What are the big rocks? And I, I've used this this analogy a million times ever since I learned it from Andrew. The big rock thing, you know, the important things in life, the non-negotiables, the things that no matter what else happens, these are the important factors. You know, and you have to identify what's those big rocks. What are some of the, of the non-negotiable things that you have to do in life? Do you want to be the parent that, you know, tells your kid, hey, I'll take you to the game? only to call them the day of the game and tell them you're not going to make it. You know, here about a week and a half ago, my daughter called me up and she said, Daddy, are you going to still take me to the park? And I looked and the sun was going down and the work level was going up and I felt that immediate guilt because I looked and I'm like, okay, if I take off and go home now, it's almost going to be dark by the time I get there. And I told her yesterday I was going to take her to the park and now I'm a liar. I lied to her because I'm not taking her to the park. And that made me feel like shit. And it made me realize that I needed to do better at that. You know, Shana made a comment the other day. She said that I am not there. I'm not a, I'm not a person that when I walk in the house, I'm not there. I'm gone mentally. Physically, I'm there. But mentally, I'm doing other things. Mentally, I'm looking at this election. Mentally, I'm processing data. Mentally, I'm thinking of clients. I'm doing everything but the things I should be doing, the things that are important. So I am on a adventure, so to speak, to find balance between that. Now with the new assistant, my friend Luis, starting on Monday, that's going to help out tremendously. That's going to take some of this workload off. Some of the things that I don't really do efficiently, you know, you look at something as simple as scanning documents and uploading them and naming the documents and an average person will look at that and be like, oh, that's, that's simple. How can't you do that? My mind doesn't function on that level. So when I start scanning things, I get ADD and I'll scan half a document, I'll walk over, I'll start doing something else, and then I'll remember I need these documents. Well, hey, I needed those documents three hours ago, and, and you know what? I forgot to do that, so now i got to go back and revisit this, and it takes up more time. So having an assistant that's able to help with those things is going to be tremendously helpful for me because it's going to allow me to free up time to do the things I do best. I am better at maintaining relationships. I am better at talking to people. I'm better at engaging with people than I am unpackaging and understanding how X, Y, and Z works. It's just the factual nature of it. That's why him being an engineer fits in much better than what it is that I do. You know, and I talk to the people that are running for office currently, and you have so many different personalities, people that do different things, different skill sets, different strengths, you know. And all those people collectively should make up a board of aldermen, a board of eight plus a mayor, which makes nine, of people who have different skill strengths for our community that makes our community one 
that we can continue to thrive in. And that's what's huge. You know, when you look at a board, you have to plug those pieces in. Unfortunately, in the city of Spring Hill, a lot of people don't take the time to go out and vote. This isn't one of the big elections, so they choose not to get engaged with that. And a lot of people have asked me, hey, how do you find the balance between taking this new position, plus all the work you do and everything else you do on top of that, where are you going to have time to do the things that are important? And initially, that was an easy answer. You look at it and you say, oh, it's important. I'm going to take care of this. This is important. Of course, I'm going to handle that. But you have to sacrifice some things. You have to say, okay, I'm only going to work between this time and that time here at my office. And once those times are over and I go over to either City Hall or I go home or I go to the park or out to dinner, I have to disengage with what I'm doing, set the expectation, and then focus on where I am. Another lesson that was taught to me by Andrew is, is be where you are, you know, and, and that's impactful. I know it sounds very simple and very basic, but there's a lot of times that we're sitting there and we're at the table or I'm sitting there. I keep saying we, there's not two of us. There's not a turd in my pocket or a mouse in my blouse. I am sitting there and I'm on my phone and my kids are talking and I'm responding to emails or I'm posting a message or I'm doing something different. And I have to start working on pulling back and setting that phone down you know, or, or putting it in the bedroom or putting it on the charger and focusing on those things. So I know a lot of people listen in and, and there's this facade of this perfect life with all these people, these motivational speakers, these podcasters, you listen and you're like, wow, their fucking life's got to be awesome. You know, I'm here to tell you I live a great life, but there's a lot of areas of weakness that I still have to work on. I'm human just like everybody else. And I have to find balance in things. And that's my big struggle and the big thing I'm pushing for now. So if you're a person that's listening to this and you've went through the same thing where you have to find that balance, where you you found a way to identify or break down your day to where you're allocating time properly to a, appropriate areas, do me a favor, shoot me a message. Let me know what it was that that finally hit that tipping point or what it was that you did that made you decide that, hey, you know what? This is how I was able to allocate the time for the important things. Because I'm curious to know, everybody's got different tactics. Not all are going to be the same. Not all are going to be what, the, the right way. But those of you with the super busy schedules, and I'm not talking about just the CEOs that run these companies. You know, you've got parents, single parents, multi-parents, whatever it may be, who have two and three kids, and they have to run them to all these events, soccer, baseball, basketball, ballet, jujitsu, you know, whatever it is. How do you find that balance in that time? to execute. The funny thing is, I know there's going to be a lot of people that that aren't going to be the CEO of a company that's going to have a better response to this than that CEO. Those are the people I want to hear from. I want to hear from everybody. But I definitely want to hear from the people who have had that experience with the multi-balance thing. You know, the the father who takes their three children to different events every single day or the mother that does the same thing, whatever the case may be. So, anyways, hopefully by Monday, one of two things are going to happen. Either my voice is going to be back and I'm going to be good to go, or it's going to be gone. I'm hoping it's back. Monday's April Fool's Day. My new assistant starts. I think it's appropriate to start pulling pranks on him almost immediately because of the day and because, hey, you're either going to get in 
and and you know fall into the the space and work it the way we're used to to working it and you know with some humor and some fun but we get stuff done or you're going to fall in the cracks and Luis is really a person that's going to get in there and we're going to shake shit up and we're going to make stuff happen so Anyways, I want to thank everybody for tuning in. I hope you guys have a fantastic weekend. I hope there's something out there that you and your family are able to do. I hope you find better balance. Tomorrow is what my kids call a daddy day. It's funny. Rowan identifies days as mommy days, daddy days, or school days. So tomorrow is a daddy day, and daddy has to make the most of that day. So if there's an event going on and you know of it and you think, hey, this would be a great event for Alex and his kids to go to, let me know. I'd love to hear it. Um, If not... I hope you do something fun with your family and get out there. Remember what it is that we work hard for. So thanks again for tuning in. I hope everybody has an awesome weekend. We will talk to you next week.